Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Well, good morning and welcome to St Thomas's Church Morning Prayer on Saturday the 1st of May. Amazing, we're in May already. My name is Bruce, in case you don't know, and you are very welcome as uh, people join me and you to worship God, to pause, to be still and to pray this morning. So on this day, Saturday, the 1st of May, it is the feast day of Queen Bertha of Kent. What a lovely, lovely name, Bertha. Particularly meaningful for me as my nan, my grandmother, was called Bertha. Bertha Grace. So welcome everybody, Wendy and Sue and Julie and Deirdre, Pauline, Wendy and anybody else I can't see who I may have missed. Welcome to morning prayer this morning. Uh, I'm reading and uh, following uh, Gorning Don, by the way, and Jules, great to see you. Following uh, Lectio 365, and all this week, we've been looking at the theme of, of prayer in Ephesians. And uh, on feast days, like Queen Bertha's, which is today, we pause from praying the Bible to celebrate the stories and learn from the lives of heroes of faith. Good morning, Kate. These heroes of faith have a collective witness, as it were, which embodies the six practices at the heart of Lectio 365. These are prayer and creativity, justice and hospitality, learning and mission and today therefore we with the guys from Lectio 365 are thanking God for the extraordinary example of Queen Bertha a courageous hero of prayer. So as we together join in prayer as we enter prayer we pause to be still, to breathe slowly. Let's take a moment perhaps just to do that, to breathe in slowly and out slowly. To recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. And as we draw near to you, God, would you draw near to us? Teach us to pray. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. We rejoice in God's goodness today. And let's take a moment to tell God what we're thankful for for and rejoicing for this morning. Maybe something 
that's happened this week or hasn't happened this week, something new or very ordinary. And we say thank you, Lord, for those examples of your goodness. So Judy and I are thankful that although we've been asked to uh, self-isolate, apparently we've been near someone that has uh, COVID, according to the NHS Track and Trace. So that was slightly concerning. Um, We were asked to have a test and the tests happened this week, came back the next day and thankfully are negative, but we still have to be self-isolating for a few more days. But let us join with the ancient praise of all God's people in the words of Psalm 13, verses 5 and 6 of Psalm 13, which say, But I trust in your unfailing love. I will rejoice because you have rescued me. I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. And if you've been following Lectio 365, they they don't shy away from difficult issues like what if bad things happen to us? Is God still good to us? I think so. Thank you, Father, for your unfailing love. So, Queen Bertha, in the year 578 AD, a French princess called Bertha came to Canterbury in the English kingdom of Kent to marry its ruler, Ethelbert. Another great name. Makes me wonder how they met, of course. But hey, Catholic Christianity had not yet come to the British Isles. Ethelbert was a pagan king, but his new bride brought with her a strong Christian faith. Seeking to be supportive, Ethelbert built Bertha. Ethelbert built Bertha. Tongue twister. A small chapel which she visited daily, praying diligently for the conversion of her non-Christian husband. For 18 years, Bertha's daily prayers for her husband seemingly went unanswered. She must surely sometimes have felt discouraged. But then, in 596 AD, a mission team arrived from Rome, sent by Pope Gregory the Great. Landing in Kent, they first preached the gospel to King Ethelbert, who finally bowed his knee before the sovereignty of Christ. He became a Christian. Within a single year, it is estimated that more than 10,000 people had followed Ethelbert's example converting to Christianity. And on Christmas Day in 597, 597, that's a long time ago, there was a mass baptism service. Canterbury inevitably became the base 
for the Catholic Church in England, while the indigenous Celtic Church continued to flourish out of apostolic centres in the north, such as the Holy Islands of Iona and Lindisfarne. And always lovely if we get a chance again to, to visit those places. They are special, thin places uh, in our country. Good morning, Mary. Good to, good to see you. And Ruth, bless you. And to this day, Canterbury is the spiritual home for a mere 85 million Anglicans around the world. And its bishop is also recognised, of course, as the worldwide Anglican communion leader, the Archbishop of Canterbury. Now, Bertha left no writings and there is no record of her ever making a public speech or passing any laws. And yet through her faithfulness in prayer, she had a huge and incredible impact on the evangelisation, not just of England, but of the nations. What's more, her prayer chapel dedicated to St Martin is now recognised by UNESCO as the oldest place of unbroken Christian worship and witness in the English-speaking world. Bertha probably thought she was just praying for her husband, but she was in fact interceding for generations to come. The Lord heard the prayers she offered day after day in that chapel, and he took his time using them to do, as it says in Ephesians, immeasurably more than all she could ask or imagine. So thinking of a long-term unanswered prayer in our lives, could it be that Satan is contesting my or our perseverance because God is working on an answer beyond anything I can ask or imagine. In other words, the apparent delay in, in, go, in answering our prayers actually might be resulting in something larger than we thought. So let's use our imaginations now to wonder what such an answer might be and turn our imaginings into asking once again. Father, we pray once again for those things that we've been asking you for for maybe many years, many months, many weeks. Lord, we do not know why there is a delay, but we wonder we imagine, Father, it is for something far greater than the answer itself. Thank you that you can work in these ways. So we give you our concerns for loved ones who are unwell, for family and friends who've fallen away and need to be prodigals returning to you, for situations in our employment or in our homes which are just hard work. Father, we pray for your intervention, please. 
Come, Holy Spirit, come, Lord Jesus, and make a difference. And keep us faithful and persevering, we pray. Now, it's possible that Bertha's situation is not uncommon. Many men and women today continue to pray specifically for their non-Christian spouses, sensing how significantly God could use them if they would only humble themselves before the Lord. So we pray now, Father, for marriages where husbands or wives, partners are not, as it were, on the same page spiritually, that you would hear the cries and prayers for your intervention in their lives. And we pray now for Justin Welby, the Arcs, Arcs, the Archbishop of Canterbury, leader of the world's fourth largest denomination, doing one of the toughest jobs in the world. We ask you, Lord, to give him everything he needs wisdom courage joy encouragement and to revive the anglican church once again please include any prayer requests in the chat as we come to pray specifically for our loved ones, friends and neighbours. So this yielding prayer is from the Book of Common Prayer, the BCP, which is only 472 years old. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day defend us in the same with thy mighty power and grant that this day will f we will f not fall into sin neither run into any kind of danger but that all our doings may be ordered by your governance to do always that which is righteous in thy sight through jesus christ our lord Amen. And that comes from the order for morning prayer from the Anglican book of common prayer. And so, Father, we commit to you, dear uh, Irene, that she may recover, that you would meet with her where she is, presumably still in hospital, but would you encourage her and dear Don as they wait. Come Holy Spirit and meet with Irene. Meet with Beck Stuppel as she recovers from her dreadful car accident, Lord. We meet, ask that you'd meet with her. You would encourage her, help her as she takes very tiny steps literally towards recovery lord 
We pray too for Deirdre, that you'd meet with her, and for dear Michelle and Sue as they struggle so much with long COVID. Bring your healing, we pray. Pray with Julie at Fort Roxanne, who has a diagnosis at the moment without a definite cure. Will you meet with Roxanne and help her in all that confusion and possibly desperation? Bring your peace and your comfort to Roxanne, we pray. Oh, bless, bless you, uh, Julie and Don. Thanks for letting us know that Irene is at home. Lord, will you? May she feel thoroughly at home with Don once again and at home with you, we pray. Thank you for PCC, for the decisions made as we inch closer to being prepared to um, have interviews for a new vicar. Lord, thank you for decisions made. That means we have a, a punish Parish profile, a role description, and an interview panel, and pray that those decisions would be ratified. And we can look forward to an advert going out eventually. Bring the right person, the right family, maybe father, to St. Tom's, we pray. Meet with the Aquino family. Thank you. Thank you so much. For little Noah's recovery so far, we ask for your continued healing and help for him and for wisdom for the family uh, now that he's able to come home. Lord Jesus, meet with him. Heal those lungs. Help that family in all their distress and in their um, anxiety perhaps about the future yeah just meet with them we pray and we ask your blessing Lord on those who perhaps only you know about that we are praying for have been praying for men for many years come Holy Spirit of God meet with them we ask And we ask your blessing too on uh, the uh, services as we begin to uh, venture into uh, returning to church. We ask that the 9.30 service for the, those few who are able to gather would be a blessing. And for the uh, virtual service tomorrow morning prayer, help uh, Judy and I as we lead that we pray. And Davis, he preaches, and all those taking part, pray that technology would be kind tomorrow. And now, as we prepare to take this time of prayer into the coming day, the Lord who loves us encourages us to keep 
persevering in prayer. We read in Ephesians to pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Father, help us to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, being kind to everyone we meet. And Spirit, help us to love the lonely and the lost, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me to, today. Uh, do join us tomorrow, as I've mentioned, in, in morning, uh, morning worship. Uh, so it's 9.30 in the church for those who've booked. has to be a booking system, I'm afraid. And uh, for those of us who can uh, join with... Uh, with wonderful technology. Morning worship tomorrow at 10. We look forward to seeing you then. God is good. Bless you. Have a lovely day, whatever the weather. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow or next time on morning prayer. God bless you. Goodbye now.